Welcome to Lifeology. I am James Miller, your host and a licensed psychotherapist. I'm looking forward to spending this time with you as we learn some pretty amazing life lessons. Let's get started. Thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to listen to this show. When you're done listening, I hope you take a minute and write a quick review on whichever radio or podcast platform you've heard this show. Your insights will help others to be inspired and encouraged. I have a great show for you today. I'll help you identify your core beliefs. I'll also be interviewing Gina Gardner, who is an international best-selling author, coach, and transformational leadership trainer. For over 20 years, Gina ran her award-winning organization, mostly from a wheelchair. The gift of this experience was a development of a unique approach to developing transformational leadership. Today, she speaks about a new and powerful leadership program she developed called the Enlightened Leadership Program. Gina has developed a unique and unrivaled approach to help you become an enlightened leader. When you embody your genuine power, then amazing things will happen. I highly endorse Gina and hope you invest in your future by working with her. For more information about Gina and to join her Lightened Leadership Program, please visit enlightenedleadership.co. Thank you so much for listening to Lifeology. I would love to connect with you. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M Lifeology. I am also very active on Instagram and create many videos with quick tips and tools that you can immediately implement. Be sure to say hello and follow me there. If you're anything like me, you'll love to read. Lifeology and Audible.com have partnered to offer you an incredible opportunity. Audible is offering you one free book download with a free 30-day trial. This is perfect for those of you who love to read but often don't have time to enjoy your favorite pastime. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to start your free trial. They have over 180,000 books from all genres, so I'm pretty confident your favorite author's books will be there. Go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible and start listening to your favorite book today. Once again, go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash audible to get started today. Identifying your core beliefs. We've all seen movies of kids who've been bullied before. And when we watch that movie, we become so energetic because we really want to help that underdog. We hear the words that the bullies say to that person and we just want to defend them. And that's a normal, healthy response. However, we often don't realize that our own self-talk can often be like one of those bullies. What I mean by that is this. Have you ever tried to do something new and all of a sudden all this fear and worry kicks in that all of a sudden you say, well, there's no way I can do that. Or you hear a voice in your head that tells you you're always a failure or you never accomplish anything. Those thoughts are really the voice of what we truly believe about ourselves, either ourselves as a whole or about that particular situation. One way to identify what your core belief is, is if you've done something silly or something you're embarrassed about, what do you immediately tell yourself? In your thoughts, do you say, I'm so stupid. What's wrong with you? You always do this. You can never do anything right. Whatever statement you use is usually something that was taught to you when you were a child. Either someone literally said that to you, or that's what you internalize about yourself in that particular moment. Going back to that movie, If that person who's been bullied hears the same thing over and over again, well, they're going to think that about themselves. So it's the same thing with us. If we have that same thought over and over and over again, over time, that becomes the foundation of who we are. So if you try something new and you feel like you failed, 
Well, that original core belief of how you feel about yourself is now proven one more time. And then the next time you do something, the foundation for starting that has a foundation of, I always fail. So when you try something new, you're already thinking you're going to fail. And unfortunately, that creates a self-fulfilling prophecy. A self-fulfilling prophecy is essentially something you tell yourself that's going to happen. And because you believe it's going to happen, you do things that actually cause it to happen. Another way to determine if you have a healthy self-talk is when you do something really well. How do you congratulate yourself? What are the words that you say to yourself? Or going back to the earlier example, if you do something that's silly or something you're embarrassed about and you acknowledge that you struggled, but you acknowledge that you're going to do better or you acknowledge what you did wrong and you create a plan for how you're going to do something different. The problem is, is we often don't do that second part of becoming solution focused of saying, okay, this didn't work out. So how can I do it again? Or what can I do differently this time? We usually get stuck in that first part of what is wrong with me. I always do this. I always fail. So think back on your life. When you are trying something new or you're pushing yourself out of your comfort zone, the immediate thoughts that you have while you're doing it will determine what your core beliefs are. The whole purpose of this lesson is to teach you if you keep telling yourself the same unhealthy thing over and over and over again, you will always believe it. So the exciting thing about today is you can change that thought or that belief structure by catching what you say. When you say it, you want to acknowledge that what you keep saying is not true. Going back to the original movie example, you'd immediately go to that person and say, that's not true. You are not this ugly person. You are not this mean person. You are not this lazy or lonely or weird person. And so if you could do that for other people, it's the same concept. You can do it for yourself. So today, you're simply a thought away to start to change your core belief system. I have a fantastic interview today. I'm so excited. I'll be interviewing Gina Gardner, who talks with you about your belief structure and how that impacts your ability to not only lead your life, but lead the people around you. She will discuss this phenomenal new program that she just started called the Enlightened Leadership Program, which challenges your core beliefs and helps you replace them with a powerful new belief system. I highly endorse her and want you to join her Enlightened Leadership Program. So stay tuned. Are you an expert in your field or an author who wants massive exposure? I am now looking for self-development experts to be a promotional guest on Lifeology. Currently, Lifeology has an average listenership of over 3 million people per episode. If you are ready to invest in your brand and promote yourself on Lifeology, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest and apply for this opportunity. This is only for a limited time and only a select few will be chosen. So if you're ready to reach a global audience, then apply today. Simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com forward slash guest to apply. Gina Gardner is a number one international best-selling author, speaker, coach, and transformational leadership trainer. She is a founder of the Thrive Together Tribe membership, personal, and spiritual development program, and the Enlightened Leadership Program. Gina has learned to walk twice as an adult. For over 20 years, she ran her award-winning organization, mostly from a wheelchair. The gift of this experience was the development of a unique approach to developing transformational leadership. Welcome to my show, Gina. Oh, thank you very much for having me on, James. I'm absolutely thrilled to be here. I am as well. That was a mouthful for me to read, but doesn't even look <laughs> at everything that you've done. So this is going to be a fantastic interview today. Oh, I'm looking forward to it. When you were a child, did you know that you were going to become this leadership expert? 
Um, the closest I can get to that is that my parents told me I was very bossy. Um, <laughs> That's so funny. That <laughs> um, That's... But certainly when I was at school, I was often asked to, to lead things, uh, not sporty things, but other things. Mm-hmm. Um, but I didn't really find myself until I started teaching um, when I was 21. Oh, wow. What did you teach? Um, I taught all subjects, although my specialty was English. Oh, well, and you speak so well as well. <laughs> of course. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> well, from there, so when you were 21 and you started, you were a teacher, um, how did your, I guess, your career evolve? Um, I was very fortunate. I found that I was good at teaching and I was promoted very quickly. And I became the deputy principal of the largest, I think in America, the equivalent would be junior high school in the district at the age of 28. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's and very was, prestigious. I was uh, appointed to be the catalyst for change. Uh, It was a school that um, had got stuck, really, in Mm -hmm. the dark ages. I was the youngest bar two on the staff. Um, And for the first six months, we really worked hard to strategically plan what we were going to do. Mm -hmm. And in the February, I was very pleased to, we have a week off, went off skiing. Um, During that ski holiday, my friends took a wrong turning and we ended up on the Schindergratz, which is a really difficult black run. Goodness. And I had a serious ski um, accident falling about 200 feet. Oh my goodness. Now I got back to school um, a couple of months later, not right, but managing school and sleep. Um, and we got to the school summer holidays and I was really pleased to get there. Um, and a couple of weeks in, I got a phone call very early in the morning from my principal's wife to say that she'd found him dead in bed. Oh my gosh. He had had a a, a heart attack. And so I became an acting principal and four months later I was appointed to be the permanent principal. Wow. Um, And I was there for 21 years. Oh my goodness. Uh, Now during that time I had two failed back surgeries, um, which meant that I, for the most part, ran my school from a wheelchair. Wow. And this is all because of the fall? Well, the, the fall and then the two surgeries, which on both occasions um, didn't work. Um, and in fact, put me into a, a more difficult place than I was to start with. Oh although they had no choice but to operate because of, I, I had ruptured discs. Um, but the, the amazing thing is that, you know, even in the darkest situations, if you look for it, there's opportunities to learn. Yes. And for me, um, I had to develop a very different way of of empowering people and getting them to take responsibility for their own performance and shared responsibility for the performance of their colleagues within the school. And I had to do that without actually being standing behind them. Oh, wow. And I think that's a thing. Many people don't realize that in every event, if we consider it a stumbling block, then we will, we're disempowered. But coming from a place of it's a stepping stone, it helps us say, well, what can, what can I do as opposed to what can I not do? And how do I morph and how do I change and how do I grow and develop? I'm going to focus on what is today instead of getting lost in what was yesterday, which may, in our mind, feel like it was a better thing. I think that's so true. I mean, with both back operations, I was back in school within days. In fact, the second time, it was five months later when the consultant said, we think, we'll think we think about you going back to school a couple of, of, of hours a week. And I just laughed. I'd been there part-time for three weeks, um, four days after I came out of hospital, and I'd been full-time from then on. Oh, 
Yeah. And people have often said, you know, well, wow, isn't that amazing? And I said to them, and I'm saying to, to your listeners, if I stayed at home, if somebody hadn't put a cup out and filled the kettle, mm -hmm. I was limited to daytime TV and reading. Oh, goodness. Or yeah. I could go into school, do something I loved, something mm. I was good at that made a positive difference. What would you do? Yeah, that's a great way to look at that. It really is. Wow. And so for me, it's always been focus on what you can do mm -hmm. rather than what you can't. However, that comes with a caveat. And if I may, I'd like to share a personal pivotal moment. Please do. I left Headship in 2004 and started to work with corporates um, and with small businesses in terms of strategic development. But I wanted to study NLP, Neuro Linguistic Programming. And once I'd studied it, I wanted to see as many people using it as possible. Mm -hmm. And I went off to a, a, an Unleash the Power Within with Tony Robbins. And I have to say, I was pretty cynical, thought this huge American, <laughs> lots of hype. He lives right down the street from me. <laughs> um, 10,000 people on the course. Wow, that's amazing. Which in itself was just mind-blowing. Mm -hmm. And I, part of the course was to do the firewalk. Now... In the morning, he talked about another program that he was doing in America, in California, and I dismissed it thinking, how would I manage that in my wheelchair? Mm -hmm. um, I didn't have an, a travel electric wheelchair in those days. Um, and even though I worked for the government and I worked all over the country, I always had the same taxi driver pick me up from home, take me to where I went, was going, and then bring me back. So I just dismissed it. But on that first night, we did the fire walk. And for those who aren't aware of the fire walk, that you walk over hot coals in bare feet. And if you're in the right mindset, you don't get burned. And mm -hmm. please don't try this at home. Sure, of course. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> now, I was thrilled to do it because at that time, I could walk very few steps on my own. But with support, I did it. And I sat down in my wheelchair and I was just thrilled. The guy behind me was a double amputee. He had no legs below the knee. And he tipped himself up onto his hands oh and he walked across those hot coals on his hands. Oh my god. To gosh. use a very local phrase, I was gobsmacked. Yes. I was I wow, was just hearing humbled, that. And I thought if he can do that, then I'm self-limiting. So I wow. bought my ticket and I bought my flight, did all Tony Robbins stuff, became a, se a senior leader. But what that man taught me is even though I was doing things that other people thought, isn't that amazing? You're in a wheelchair. I was self-limiting. Wow. And I'd, my challenge to whoever's listening is do an audit of your beliefs. Hmm. And if there are beliefs that are getting in the way of you being your best self, then it's time to ditch them because they are just a reality. They're not the reality. The reality. Well, do you know, that's hearing that right now. Well, first off, thank you for sharing that story. That is so inspirational. It totally gave me chills. When my listeners hearing this, how would they take that inventory? Because so many times we just don't realize what is my belief system? How would they be able to do that? I think a simple way is to, uh, to look at the different areas in your life. So uh, your relationship with yourself, your relationship with others. Money is a great one. Mm. Um, your beliefs about success and failure. Um, if you believe you're going to fail, it's a done deal. If you believe you might fail, you're going to use very different decision-making mm -hmm. um, tools sure. than you are if you're sure you're going to succeed. But go through your life and identify those and then start to write down what your beliefs are. So let's use money, particularly in this time of panic, 
you know, as we're talking, um, the virus has, has closed down a, a lot of businesses and yes. many people are, are very fearful about money. And I absolutely understand that. But if your belief is that I don't deserve money or money doesn't grow on trees and there's not enough to go round, then your whole mindset and the energy that you give out is going to be very different to things may be challenging at the moment, but actually, if I step into my power and I'm creative, I will find a way through this. Yes. And just look at your beliefs and test them. If they make you feel heavy or fed up, then you need to deal with them. Mm. And I'd almost use a traffic light system. You know, green is that my belief is really empowering and, and uplifting. Yes. Keep it. The red ones are pretty easy to, to, um, to, to identify. And those are the ones that you really need to work on and change. And there's lots of strategies to do that. The amber ones are the interesting ones because they're the ones where you're not quite sure if they're empowering or not. But very often there's conditioning under those beliefs um, which keeps us stuck. And oh, I would say, you know, if you have a, a boiler that's faulty, you get somebody in to help you. And if you're not sure that your beliefs are supporting you and empowering you, then ask for help. Use someone you know, such as myself who can help you not only identify those beliefs, but deal with them and replace them with much more empowering ones. I really like that analogy of the, the stoplight. Is that what you teach as well in your Thrive Together tribe? Uh, it's very much a part of what I do. And the Thrive Together tribe, um, the principles are based on the book Thriving Not Surviving, the five secret pathways to happiness, success and fulfillment. And that's half the leadership, the enlightened leadership program, because in order to lead others, you have to lead yourself. You do, certainly. You're the common denominator that you take with you into every moment of every day. So it makes sense to take radical responsibility for yourself, your thoughts, your emotions. I mean, nobody can make you unhappy or angry or frustrated mm -hmm. unless you choose to let them. Exactly. But most of those choices are at unconscious level. 95% I mean, of our thinking is unconscious. We're not aware of how our patterns of thinking drive our patterns of emotion and language and behaviors. And so we don't have the choice whether we're going to use the same old, same old, or if we're going to do something. I'm sure, James, that you know, you've got lots of examples from the people that you've worked with mm -hmm. where the same old pattern of behavior has sabotaged any oh, chance of success in a relationship or at work or in pretty well any context. It, it, it's so true because I've, when I was in full-time private practice years ago, I would work with individuals and we would, they'd, for a moment, a split second, they'd have an epiphany of, oh, perhaps this, I, I, I'm allowing people to, um, to dictate how I feel. Or they had a glimmer of, this is, um, maybe this is my responsibility. And then all of a sudden they'd go back into the old belief system to say, no, they made me do this or they did that. And they didn't take that self-responsibility. And at times I'd be like, oh my gosh, you were so close. Yeah. And then they reverted back and then it would, it would come back and repeat the same pattern. And finally, that's one reason why I left full-time private practice because there's a time and place for processing, but there's also a time and place for action and taking Absolutely. responsibility and moving towards what you can do as opposed to continually focusing on what you cannot do. 
And that is so much a part of the Enlightened Leadership Program, which is looking at personal and spiritual development and taking responsibility for you, but also then utilizing that with other people. And one of the reasons the program has been created in the the way it has is that it it gives people the opportunity and lots of support one-on-one and within the, the group to explore and to deal with these old patterns of behavior, mm-hmm. which if you don't deal with them, you habitually go back to them. Um, and so it's a 10 month program, um, nine months of, of, act, of active working and then oh, wow. preparation and the follow up with support. So in that time, people will, will have inevitably met one or other crises. And so we'll support them to keep the the new way of being mm. through those until it's embedded. I really like that. The nine months is almost like having a baby without <laughs> being reborn. Oh, I love that. That's a great symmetry. Yeah. <laughs> it's a bit like the Iron Man or the Iron Woman race. It is it, it is doing that deep dive work on yourself, mm-hmm. and the rewards are huge. Yes. I mean, that's such an investment itself. And when we look at our life, because you know, for right now, we, you talked about the coronavirus and. What's happening is so many people are quarantined or are shelter in place at the moment. And this is such a wonderful time, an opportunity for your types of programs or things like this, because self-development, we're really kind of stuck in a spot. So why not take some some opportunity or this time to be able to focus on the different things um, of how to grow? And so it's... And the great thing about this is that, yes, people will be supported by leadership facilitators. Yes, there's group coaching sessions, but everything's online. All of the, the materials Everything is there. You can do it from the comfort of your own home, from the safety of your own home, and yet still be part of a group and be learning and growing and developing. And I believe it will not only give people the skills to be better leaders when they get out of of the quarantine, Mm -hmm. but also will enable them to manage the situation that they are in on a day-by-day basis with their family and so on in a much better way, because it's leadership for life. Although it does talk about the conventional leadership skills and principles that you need to manage other people too. Oh, so it's very encompassing of all all walks of life, really. It's holistic and it doesn't matter which industry because it's about you as a person Mm -hmm. and how you develop others. And I'm, you know, if you think about your practice and the work you do now in terms of, of offering people through your radio show an opportunity to learn and grow, you know, it's your, it's the, their choice, isn't it? Whether they take these things on board. Yes, certainly is. When you look at all of the different types of people who are actually in these programs, do you find that it's specific for one type of person? Or like you said, it sounds pretty encompassing for everybody. Well, the Enlightened Leadership Program has just gone live. And so oh, um, it, it's a, a new program, but it's based on 30 plus years experience of developing transformational leadership. Um, And so um, it's going to be interesting to see which of the people who are going to um, to see themselves as whole people, Mm -hmm. you know, to to be prepared to invest in their personal and spiritual development. But at the same time, recognize that that's going to give them the edge in terms of leadership. And I believe we're going to need very different leaders moving forward. Yes, we certainly will. Because the old ones haven't done too good. (laughs) That's very true. And that's the thing. I I think many times people don't realize that 
in order to grow and develop, you have to invest something. You have to invest your time. You have to invest your finances. You have to invest your mindset. And I think that's why so many times people don't perhaps grow as much as they want or become that developed person as much as they want is because they haven't realized that, yes, I'm fully going to invest whatever it may be, because the more you invest in something, the more you're going to get out of it. You know, success is just like a bank account. The more you put into it, the more you're going to get out of it. So that is something that people, I want my listeners to really remember that what are you investing in and whatever it is, what is the return on that investment? And if it's not causing you to grow and develop, more than likely that investment is pretty is sour so that's why it is so important to invest in programs like yours like the enlightened leadership program i think that's a phenomenal way for people to really grow and develop don't you think it's interesting james that people will think nothing of investing tens of thousand pounds in a flash car mm -hmm. or on you know new clothes or that the chances are they may only wear a couple of times and yet are resistant to investing in themselves and for me, it, as you say, it's a no-brainer that you know the, the rewards that you get at, in terms of a day-by-day -day quality of life from investing yourself makes a huge return. It certainly does. But also, it has an impact on everybody that you come into contact with. Mm -hmm. um, so you know, and I think the other thing I'd like to say is that in times of trouble, people will often pull their horns in and say, "Yes, I can't invest in me now because I'm worried about what's going on." But it's the very time to exactly. invest in yourself, yes, isn't yes, it? Yes, yes. And that's the thing when people, you know, for example, like I um, I went running today and <laughs> I was like, I don't want to run, but I'm going to run. So I had probably gone, I don't know, maybe 100 meters or 100 feet rather. And all of a sudden I, I was like, I can't do this. And I'm like, no, it's okay. You can just go ahead and walk. And then I realized, wait a minute, James, you, you just ran yesterday and you did it fine. Why can't you do it now? So I took that time and said, I'm going to push beyond my limiting beliefs of saying, I can't do this. When I look at my past and said, well, you just did it yesterday. Why can't you do it today? Yeah. And I think that's the thing when a lot of people look at their life is they have this opportunity to grow and develop. And so if they keep telling themselves, well, I can't invest in this or I can't do that, that is the time when you need to do that because you've, yeah. you've returned back to your limiting belief system of saying, yeah. I can't do this. If I do this, I will fail. And so it comes from a place of fear. It comes from a place of anxiety and worry. And those yeah. have their place. But when it comes to moving beyond where you currently are, you have to do something different. And joining programs like yours, um, that is something where people can exponentially grow. So I can't wait for my listeners to contact you to sign up for your, your program as well. Uh, I hope they will. I, I believe that it has something to offer most people. Um, and I think that, that we've designed it in a way to be supportive and to do it in small, manageable steps. You can't eat a cow in one sitting. You have, to have <laughs> terrible indigestion. So this has been uh, carved up, if you like. And if you're vegetarian, you can't eat a whole field of corn in one there sitting. There you go. Exactly. So, <laughs> yeah, so for the vegans out there. Um, but ultimately, if you have it in palatable mouth-sized chunks that, uh, and with support, you can manage anything. Yes, you certainly can. Well, unfortunately, our time is up, Gene. I can't believe it. We literally just flew by. <laughs> if my <laughs> listeners would like to find out more information about you, to uh, learn more about your Thrive Together tribe, and to also join the Enlightened Leadership Program, where would they find all this information online? 
if they go to the general website, which is genuinely hyphen and the word you.com, that's genuinely hyphen you.com, they can find out about all of the programs. And there's a lot of free material there, all sorts of podcasts, there's a free TV show, all sorts of things. If you're interested in the Enlightened Leadership Programme, there's a special website for that, which is enlightenedleadership.co, enlightenedleadership.co. They can also join the Genuinely You um, Facebook group and they can join me on LinkedIn and there's an Enlightened Leadership Programme um, on LinkedIn. But ideally go to the two websites, genuinely-you.com and enlightenedleadership.co and you can set up a call with me if you're interested, but there's lots of information on both sites. Oh, wonderful. Well, my listeners also know that if they're not able to find that information on the World Wide Web, just simply go to jamesmillerlifeology.com or lifeology.tv and it will link them directly with your sites. Thank you so much, Gina, for being a fantastic guest on my show today. I truly appreciate all your wisdom. Oh, it's been an, an absolute pleasure. Thank you very much indeed. I also want to thank you, my listener, for tuning in today. Please subscribe to this radio show through whichever portal you join me today. Also, please go to my website where you may sign up for the free weekly recap, watch my YouTube episodes, read the articles I've written specifically for you, and purchase my previous guests' self-help products. If you'd like to work with me, be a guest on or advertise on this show, visit jamesmillerlifeology.com. Be sure to follow me on all social media platforms under the name James Miller Lifeology, except for Twitter, which is James M. Lifeology. Once again, thank you so much for your support, and I'll talk to you soon.